This is Anime Junkies 3 Weeps in a Podcast, here to give you your weekly fix of all that is anime. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Anime Junkies Streams in a Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. I go by the name of Chibi Leah. What's up, everybody? It's Keisaki. What's going on? It's Hudhisu. And we are back with another episode. Thank you guys for showing so much love in all of our previous episodes. We appreciate you guys so much, especially all the guest appearances that we've had um, for our new segment, Anime with Friends, as well as Garrett Clothing. Shout out to y'all for being special guests on our show. Yes. It was nice having guests here on our show. And I look forward to any future collabs or any future guests that come on our show. We really have a lot of fun and so we appreciate your support and also our listeners support yeah man the opinions of other people is definitely way more intriguing when we all come together you never know what's gonna come out of somebody's mouth yes that's like the only like nervous thing about doing guest appearances (laughs) especially because like when we do these guest appearances we really have not like all three of us have not really had a chance to talk to them first outside of the guest appearance mm-hmm. so it's like we're meeting each other for the very first time it's almost like a blind date man honestly i'll call it russian roulette we just be <laughs> <laughs> we just be pulling the trigger we don't know what's going on <laughs> but it's cool to hear other people's opinions that about anime and how different people watch anime and have different interests that may differ from our own so yeah i agree that's what's up so let's do the rundown. How's everybody week been? What y'all been up to? Oh, I have been into okay, so as you guys know, like a couple months ago, I was watching the MCU timeline in chronicle um order, chronological order. And I recently like I had did a pause to that because WandaVision came out and all that other stuff and I got really distracted. But now I'm back at it again, watching everything back in chronological order. I'm at Guardians of the Galaxy, or just finished Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Now, just to put it out there, I've seen all of these movies already, so don't think that I haven't seen them before. I've already seen them, I'm just re-watching them, but in chronological order, so dedication. Anyways. I, I love it. So that's what I've been up to. Um, yeah, gotta catch them in those orders, huh? Makes a difference. <laughs> have you been? Uh, have you seen any of the latest ones, like Falcon and um, Loki? I heard Loki was pretty pretty good. Um, so I will definitely give that a chance. But kudos to you for rewatching all the MCU <laughs> movies in order because that couldn't be me, love. I know. <laughs> Honestly, like I hate rewatching of, of things, but I feel like there's a lot of hidden like Easter eggs and things that you just miss the first time around of watching them um, that you catch in the second time that you watch them. And then also, I have seen Falcon. I'm be honest, like the first couple 
episodes was really hard to get through because it felt really long. It was a lot of dialogue. And if you didn't know the backstory, it was really hard to follow. Um, So I'm trying, that's why I'm trying to go back and watch everything in chronological order because it it tends to make more sense as you're doing that. So that's what's up. What about you, Hitsu? What you been doing? Me, I've been playing video games and watching anime. What anime you been watching? Um, I've got this new anime that I've been watching. I honestly don't know what it's called. What is it? The one with the boy, the spider and the dragon. Oh, that actually is a really good isekai. Like, I know Keisaki does not like, <laughs> excuse me, Keisaki does not like isekais. However, this isekai is actually really interesting and really good. Do not ask me to pronounce name because I do not know it. I just know All right, so the main, it's got a spider and a dragon. Yeah, so basically the main character, Jesus Christ, go back. Just go. It's not. I Let can't find it. So we just watched it. So this is it's literally an oh, anime. Oh, it's called, it's called, it's called Tsukamichi Moonlit Fantasy. There you go. So it sounds crazy, but believe me, it's not one of those shows. It is about a boy who apparently is living in the real world and he gets transported into another world. But this isn't really a spoiler. He finds out it's not even another world. It's his home world. And his parents came from it and went to the real world. So he's back in his home, his homeland, honestly. And he gets granted the abilities to survive, but someone shoots him off and says you basically f you basically like you know how like in isekais it's usually a goddess that summons the the hero in the story so the goddess is a bitch like she's rude yeah <laughs> she's rude and when she summoned him she was like this is the hero um i'm not about to sit here and waste my power in giving you something to make you a hero so she basically was like here i'll just give you the ability to understand all languages besides the human language and they <laughs> dropped him off at the edge of the world literally the edge of the world where there was nothing but wasteland and hardly any human beings around and wasn't no water no nothing, food no nothing. animals so you know it and then what i like about it is that he's conscious that he's from another world he's not about to be like okay well I'm in a, I'm just going to play the role in a world I've never been in. He knows he's not from the real world. He understands he's not from the real world. But still at the same time, he's like, this is not your typical isekai. Like, he literally says that in the show. He's like, I'm sick of this. <laughs> yeah, he be going through it. But I would give it a chance. I know Kisaki is not going to give it a chance because isekai just ain't her cup of tea. But I mean, you guys put it on for me. I your house I oh yeah there. we did we and did, guess we what did. i did fell asleep, <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> disrespect this one man. i was out the first 30 that's horrible i think i think it's a good show because it's potential it definitely is just not your average easy guy and like you were is, definitely excited when when it came on because she was like oh wait no, wait, this is different. And then I was thinking in my head, like, and now I'm going to sleep. <laughs> it's a, it's it is it show. is different. It's a, I like different out of the box. 
isekais, like how I'm a spider, so what is a different type of isekai? Because instead of one person, it's a, a multitude of people that all know each other. Not even just that. She got fucked off and literally had to be yeah. a monster. Everyone else is like strong, powerful. Well, there's another human. one who's a monster. Yeah, but she was but she's she's, with them. But she's with them, yeah, yeah I get it. She's been but, by herself from jump. You know, there's nothing wrong with loving a certain genre right like not every genre is everybody's cup of tea but i definitely it makes sense for hood hitsu as to why isekais are his favorite genre you're gonna have to elaborate that man <laughs> so because he loves i mean i feel like sort of online was the carryover for him and then overlord but like he loves video games and whenever you're playing video games you're stepping out into a different like world a different reality right and so just thinking about that genre it really fits him really well because i mean i know it started off with like video games and having that common like similarity but in an expanding but i don't know it just makes sense for me to i'm not there it's a guy it's not the same (laughs) anyway anyway Um, I would definitely check out that anime that Hisu just talked about that he's been watching. I enjoy it. And if you love Isekai's, I'm pretty sure you will enjoy it too. Um, for me, this week, um, I haven't really been doing anything related to anime or manga. Just like watching the spring releases or summer releases. Summer releases that have been out. Um, but I did do something nerd related. So i um, feeling like a weave. Shout out to her. She took me to one of her favorite comic book stores. She collects comics. She's a big DC Marvel fan. More DC than Marvel, but... That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) So she took me because they had a really big sale over the weekend. And it was my first time at a real authentic comic book shop. And I had a really good time. The one in Annapolis is, is... Had a lot of newer comic books. But the one that I went to had a lot of older ones. So I picked up some, like old old batman comics from like the 40s 60s 80s i even they had some manga in there too so i found um four volumes of hell's paradise if y'all ain't reading hell's paradise i don't know what you're doing y'all are not manging right you need to go read hell's paradise but yes collected some more of that for my collection um they had a whole bunch of other stuff in there too so that was the highlight of my weekend Let's just say if she collect any more books and she don't buy the right bookshelf, this joint going to fall. Well, that's why I need to buy another bookshelf. Uh-huh. And Mr. Handyman over there is going to help me put up that bookshelf. I'm going to what? You're going to help me put up that bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway, y'all, go, go collect manga. Go collect comic books. It's so much fun. Spend your adult money on what you want. All right, let's talk about today's weekly news. Um, So it's not that long. There's not that much news out there. So starting off, another trailer for My Hero Academia, World Heroes Mission movie was released and shows more about the plot of the movie. So go check that out. As well as Gintama, the very final anime film, opens in North America theaters subbed and dubbed and will be airing between November 21st and November 22nd. Thirdly, Tokyo Revengers manga tops 32 million copies in circulation. And lastly, a teaser visual 
has been released confirming a new animated arc for Netflix original anime B-Stars. So what do you guys think about this week's anime news? I know that like Gintama, I love Gintama, but the fact that it's only airing for two days blows my mind because I feel like Demon Slayer aired for a month. What are your guys' thoughts? Well, you know, anime always, when it comes out in theaters, they don't give it like a weekly shine. They they only give it like one or two days if we're lucky. It's a studio, um, studio Ghibli, um, you know, play where they'll play certain movies on certain days that'll last the whole week. But you only get to watch that one film on that one day. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like anime does get it shine. We know it's not predominant in North America, but... Come on, man! Like, give it, give it, give it a whole week, like a box office. Yeah, I feel like I do feel like unless it's like going to prove that it will do well, Mm -hmm. they will only play it for a couple days. Like, I know My Hair Academia was the episode. Like, the movies are always in the theaters, but they are there for more than a week. Yeah, almost a month. Same thing with Demon Slayer. But the only reason why is because they know that it will do well here. Oh, and also of how well it performed in Japan. Because mm-hmm. it releases in Japan first. Japan yeah. first, yeah. yeah. And so they probably, like, this movie probably didn't do as well. Which I'm actually really surprised because Gintama is actually ending. So the fact that not a lot of people went, uh, I don't know. It is a longer anime, too. It's probably, it's not as long as One Piece. But I feel like Gintama in, in One Piece... They're ju- they're just entirely way too long. All right, so like <coughs> confession time. I've never finished Gintama. I've never I mean, started Gintama. I've started it, and I've probably gone like a good couple seasons in, but I kind of stopped because I don't know. For me, it was like the Family Guy of anime. It just it made is. fun of other anime. It really is, and you're right. I, I honestly, I never finished Gintama. Like I've I've watched episodes here and there but i've never like actually finished the entire thing what do you guys think about no appeal to me so i probably will never watch it yeah it's a parody show um what do you guys think about tokyo revengers is that a surprise for you guys uh hell fucking no it ain't no surprise it ain't no surprise it's actually I, I'm actually surprised they do higher numbers than that, but I will take the three million copies because. But the thing is, they're three, not three English. Million? Thirty-two million, sorry, thirty-two uh-huh. million. But the problem is, it's not even in English yet. Those copies they have oh. Japanese. They have the physical copies only in Japanese and French. Oh, it is not in English paperback yet. Which I'm hoping that these numbers will show them, will show America that they need a. They need to bring this English paperback. Come on, come on, because I'm waiting. I'm ready. My wallet, my card is ready to swipe at any moment for these books. So mm, bring it you here. hear that? Hit, hit bring soon. it here, please. You hear that? Is yeah, there... somebody's card <laughs> is ready to swipe. Apparently, it's ready to swipe. I'm ready to change. <sighs> because I'm not buying no. I see people that buy these Japanese. I'm not buying the Japanese books. Like I love Tokyo Revengers. But no, I'm not about to sit here and have a collection of something I cannot read unless I already have the one that I can read. That's true. Hit you. are you shocked that these stars are going to be having a third season? Honestly, I'm not shocked at all because I'm starting to understand that 
a lot of people like a lot of a lot of different things that I do. So mm-hmm. when it comes to you know certain things to watch, animals is not really my thing. I do I have watched a couple shows that you know have an all animal cast, but this one right here, this to me is like. I don't know. I'm getting like a young and the restless type feel from this shit. Like <laughs> something's really weird about this show, and then and it's not it's not really appealing to me. But of course, I have to watch it because somebody plays it on the big screen, and I ain't got nowhere else to fucking go. <laughs> it's definitely a soap opera drama type of anime. Most definitely, um, <laughs> it is. It does give young and restless. Honestly, <laughs> that's a really um, different way to like compare it to but I have to agree with that. it's almost spot on but um Beastars is really good and I will admit I was turned off by the fact that the cast was animals and the animation was 100% CGI, CGI 100% so I was looking at it a little weird because I'm like hmm but I watched it and I fell in love with it it's so good and I'm so excited for a season 3 yeah, me too. Honestly, after watching it, like once you start watching it, you one you forget that it's CGI, and two you also forget that the cast is animals, unless they do like a kissing scene. Like you know how like the what's his name Nagashi? You know how like Nagashi tries to kiss the the bunny, and oh, I just be like, yeah, like sorry, yeah. I really, I'm just trying to like imagine how would that work with his it'll, big it'll mouth work with the bunny in his mouth well no because <laughs> they are adorable and he's not gonna hurt her he's he, legacy he's not, is not I just like need that to know how the, the kiss um out. maybe we'll see it in season three because they didn't even really kiss in season two but season two was so so good and honestly i will say that b stars is probably one of very few anime new gen anyway that the dub is good Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I felt like the moment I see that bunny devoured is when this show will start to get good. But she's not, so. Yeah. Like, my thing is, right, okay, cool. Animals in the show, blase, blase. But they fucking how? You got lions, fucking sheep, you got dogs. Just because fucking turtles is some dumb shit. Like this is weird. But just because they're animals does not mean they have penises and vaginas. Yeah, but for their own kind. <laughs> for every kind. A hole is a hole. Whoa. <laughs> a hole is a hole. Whoa. No, no. Alright, time no, out. No, no, no. No, 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 and ah! the animals have penises, ah! therefore they can enter and have intercourse. Okay. Flag on the motherfucking play. Uh-huh. You did uh-huh. not just say that. Uh-huh. A hole is a hole. Do you know what window you just opened up? What window? All of them. No. <laughs> you you asked a question about how can they give intercourse, and I explained to you that as long as the females have a hole or vagina, and as long as a man has a penis, intercourse can occur. Oh, word. So a bunny. A bunny. Can fuck a wolf. She is, clearly. No. Or she going to. No. You know, fun fact about animals, Tasmanian devils rape their... 
um, girlfriend, or not girlfriend, but rape when did it take a turn? <laughs> when did it take a turn? When you said a whole no, no, I was talking about consensual sex. To conceive. I was talking about consensual sex. I'm just saying to conceive Tasmanian devils rape their mates. Okay, see, this is the difference between my comment and her <laughs> comment. My comment wasn't to talk about an anime, a TV show of where the characters are. <laughs> You are animals who act like humans All right, bet. and they do consensual sexual things. Bet. It took a turn to Tasmanian Devil Rape and I outside that well, corner. Well, you're watching this show. You're talking about a show. Oh my god. Can we really back? So the moment you find the Tasmanian Devil on Can we kid, really back? Can we really back, please? You gotta remember that. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh. No, 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 no. A whole is a whole. I'm talking about the, the actual anatomy of the sex, not how the sex occurs. Okay. <laughs> like not literally forceful, non-consensual sex. Y'all, <laughs> that is a reach. No, it is not. Because it let me is tell a you reach. something. Let me tell you something. If a wolf in the real world tried to fuck a bunny, I'm pretty sure it would die on impact. It would die. It would die on impact. Okay, that's because die. physically we're talking about a wolf that is way bigger than a bunny, but here's here's the difference. We're talking about a fictional fucking tv show where the bunny the animals actually are shaped like humans the only difference is they have fur and teeth like a bunny and like a wolf like come the fuck on y'all <laughs> y'all are really out here really reaching hard on my comment you are reaching for shit i think you're losing the premise that we're talking about b-stars we're not talking about real animals in real life. We're talking about the fucking Netflix TV show, B-Stars. But they're all, they're all based off of the reality. Yes, they are. They are. The animals. However, you they clearly are. know that a wolf is not that close in size to a bunny. Exactly. I'm not talking about real fucking life. I'm talking about the goddamn TV show. <laughs> Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> this news was amazing. You are reaching. <laughs> let, let us move on from this because it just went uh, way too far. All right, y'all. Let's talk about the main topic. What's yeah. today's main topic? A topic is a topic. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck you. That is not what I meant when I said a hole is a hole. <laughs> Anyway, yes, let's jump into the topic of discussion for today, which can also be on the little sexual side, depending on how you look at it. Um, we're going to talk about fan service, hate it or love it. And we all know what we're talking about because some shows take fan service a little too far, and then some shows have just enough where it is comical. Yeah, no, fan service, I feel as though, I'm, at one point, I thought it was like just a, you know, a typical aspect of an anime like you know how certain movies they have you know the plot the villain or what do you call them, the protagonist the antagonist you know things to make a movie well i felt like fan service at one point was just like one of those things to make an anime but yeah. you know then later on i'm learning that you don't need that shit at all <laughs> Yeah, and just to be clear on what exactly fan service is, fan service is basically adult content geared towards a specific group of audiences that, um, and, and it kind of like pushes the line of 
sort of kind of like etchy, but it's basically supposed to be comical for a specific group of people. Um, so sometimes it's geared towards women, sometimes it's geared towards men. Um, it really just depends. Yes. Um, I will say for me personally, fan service does not bother me the way it bothers most people. Like, some people will literally hate a show or not watch a show just off of the strength of a fan service mm-hmm. um, because it's just not what they like or what they're into. But me personally, like, I, I'm I'm really that type of person where I'm just open. No matter how far a fan service goes, it won't deter me from a show. Yeah. Like, I'll still watch I, it. Oh, you, yeah. might, you might redo? Ugh. <laughs> Redo of a healer. I, that's well, that's edgy. That is different. High one thousand percent. That is not fan service. Like you expect a whole bunch of chanters because it's edgy. Um, um, but for me, I, I'm on the same page as you, Chibilia, and you, Hisu. Honestly, like fan service actually never really bothered me. I didn't actually know what fan service was until I started joining like online platforms and they were having conversations about that but like it didn't really bother me because when i understood where the content was coming from like it's coming from japan japan has a lot of just like sexual things in general so just the content is coming it's coming from japan and then also thinking about it like i mean when i was younger i used to think like that was like funny mm-hmm. um and if i didn't think it was not funny then i didn't laugh at that particular joke but like i don't know it's just never deterred me away from a show personally so yeah but anyways we're here to talk about it so what shows have you guys seen that you guys noticed that was a lot of fan service that was just too much for you guys <laughs> um honestly I would say the wildest fan service that I have particularly seen personally myself would either be prison school or high school DXD. Ooh, high school DXD. Because, well, prison school, it's for masochists, honestly. It is for people that like to see sexy women with big boobs and butts beat the shit out of men. Because that's literally the premise of the entire show. Mm -hmm. Sexy woman beating men um but the amount of detail and love the camera gives these women is a little much a lot of much because <laughs> you get the nipple you get the the full breast it's not no little sliver of anything or half they're like half covered in their clothes to rip you get the whole vagina the whole ass cheek the whole booby with the nipple and the areola. So I haven't really seen much of that in an anime before. <laughs> but um, yes, that's what you get in that show. Oh my god. Yeah, that, that one that one <laughs> definitely is ridiculous. <laughs> it's definitely ridiculous. Um, I would say one anime that I've seen a lot, actually, <clears throat> not seen a lot, but I noticed had a lot of fan service. It's Plunderer. It has oh. so much that it, it had so much that it made the plot sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm 
you plunderer was retarded it was so stupid um that is probably one of the worst animes i've ever seen and what made it worse for me is because it started off so good it started, it started off, off so, so, good. so good i it was so potential. into it it had so and, much and in the beginning like it did have its fan service moments where you're like oh like that's gonna be that character you know what i mean but then but then when it started becoming part of the plot i just couldn't take it <laughs> it was when they gave like, him they gave him his role because at first <laughs> i was like he was just a little pervert and then i was like okay well i expect the pervertiness of him and then you know we uncovered more and more about him and and where he came from and we're like okay like that scene where she literally stripped. Yeah, I said, bitch, people are dying. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. The the scene where they went back in past and uh, went back into the past, and then before she left, she was like, "And remember these? And remember this? Like, she, remember my she, boobs? She like showed him. Remember my boobs? boobs? Remember this? Mind you, all these people just died. They just got into a major fight, and like she's like." First thing that popped into my mind was all I'm saying is was people are dying. Like all I'm saying is is them booze was unforgettable. (laughs) But the thing is she ain't had that. He went back and he ain't forget. I mean, how could you forget titties in your face? Like three thousand years. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure he's seen more. But he knew. But like, wasn't he like he was somebody's daughter? So of course he's not gonna forget. It was he. She was significant to him. Yeah. Man, look. Let me tell you something. I know guys that forget girls they smashed a month ago. This man remembered titties from three thousand years. But think ago. about it. But think about it because technically they weren't even supposed to be there. No, yeah, they went back. So think about it as like your future, your future self. In the past, if they're showing you some titties, it's literally gonna feel like you just saw them because the your memory has been rewritten, and you're like, oh yeah, titties. It's not rewritten up to three thousand years. I feel though. like it's rewritten. It's yes, it is rewritten, but he has to still remember it after three thousand. But the thing years. is, he knows her three thousand years in the future. So like, it's like if Kesagi did something. I've known Kesagi for a very long time. If things that were embarrassing or unfor or like forgettable. I will always remember that, even if it happened years ago. Yeah. I will still bring it up because I still currently know her in the future. Like, you remember that time when you did that? You showed me your tits? Yeah, I remember your tits. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, when you're looking at somebody, it's hard not to, like, remember what they look like and close. Yeah. So. And he likes her. This is all I'm saying. This man knew her in the future <coughs> and he seen her face. That's all he seen. And her she goes 3,000. No, that wasn't That's in the not future. all. They were classy. No, 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 no. There was many times where she, well, no, she didn't strip. She but didn't he, strip. She, she didn't like, strip, but... look underneath her, her skirt. Yeah, and that's all about that. it. But this is what I'm trying to tell you. Look, this is the logic. You gotta listen. There's no logic. She went 3,000 years in the past and showed this man her titties for the first time. He's never seen her titties until she did that. Because his memory was rewritten and it was like a, ref- a refresher. How is it? It a was like a refresher. When your memory's rewritten, it's, what happens? You I, think it automatically It's like opening a can of soda. Yeah. It's, that's, that's what it's like. That's what it's like when you rewrite somebody's memory. I feel like, yeah. I feel like, yeah. I feel like it happened like just yesterday for him. Her titties. 3,000 years ago. 
this it's logical. like it's like ooh titties. I remember All that. Right, so <laughs> the next the next guest we have it, I need them to be time savvy <laughs> because these two right here are like jumping through the speed force. Where that that's no true. fucking sense. It well, makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. Okay. In our head, it makes sense. It does. Okay. Yeah, and y'all heads. That is correct. Okay, anyway. Sense, <laughs> What's another one for you, sir? Yeah. Uh, for me, it's Food Wars. And I fucking love it. Oh. Now, if someone talks about it, they can eat the food from Food Wars. I don't think anyone has anything negative to really say about Food Wars because they know what to get. Just, you know, watch Nobody it. Nobody knew that shit. <laughs> Nobody knew that shit. I mean, <laughs> but it's so good that no one really cares because, honestly, it's relatable. Yeah. When you Honestly, eat something really, really good, yeah. you be moaning and dancing okay. like, mm-mm, no. so no, good. No, no, no. Okay, let me tell you. You just need to watch Food Wars okay. in a good location at a good time of day yeah, where nobody's going to walk in on you. With no one okay? around. With nobody around, okay? <laughs> but I love it. It has such, like, that good, okay. I'm, at a certain point, though, after you watched point. it, Hold on, listen. At a certain point, after you watched it for three seasons, it does start to become like a bit like much in a way. Where it you're was just that like, every show can get you. Every show can get you. It was beyond the show can get you. No, it was every time they had. It was every time they Every time they cooked, and someone ate it. Yeah, every time they Every time they cooked, and someone ate it. And my thing, and, and and then it's not even it's not even just you know the um the students it's the judges for for me the judges it's when they declose for me when the judges, <laughs> it's when they would just be like in euphoria and you be seeing like little um what's his name what's his name somas little soma angels humping humping on her boobs and stuff like shit like that I'm like what in the world she's like I'm in a state Euphoria. I mean, but I totally get that because I am in a state of euphoria when I eat good food. So when you eat good food, you imagine the, the cook. I mean, no, it's it's literally, <laughs> it's not about imagining it. The whole goal of Food Wars fan service is to further express visually how good their food is by giving them food gasms. That is, that is the goal. That is literally what it is. Exactly. Yeah. That's literally what it is. But I find it realistic because when I eat really, really good food, it gives me a foodgasm. I feel what they're portraying in the TV show. And on top of that, we really cannot expect much because the creator of Shogageku was a former hentai writer. So that's right up his alley. Yeah. And he did a damn good job. He definitely did spewing juices out of people's bodies as they moan while yes, eating food. Yes, as they moan while eating food, getting humped by little soma angels. Yeah. This reminds me of a anime that I used to watch on Funimation like a long time ago. That was on TV. It was a mecha. It was a mecha anime. Yeah, it was a mecha anime, and I think it. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was genesis of aquarion and um they used to like orgasm to, to operate their mecca like like to do like special moves and stuff on their mecca they used to have like different orgasms it was very weird it was a very weird anime <laughs> that sounds weird as shit that sounds like it's straight fan service it is and then they had like the whole like brother sister complex 
type of thing and it was it was very very weird so i didn't watch that very long but i knew it popped up on my tv whenever i was on funimation i was like i need to change this <laughs> so yeah any um, other animes y'all think of man every every anime i think of is probably <laughs> anime that i wouldn't really like I wouldn't label it as fan yeah. Service. I wouldn't label it, as, but it does have some fan service. Like, I guess the next one for me would be Fire Force. Yeah. How that one, um, that one character from Squad Eight, the cat, the cat girl. Yeah. Oh, how, yeah. how she always out of her clothes while she's yeah. fighting. Bro, she really is like the definition of clumsy. She literally does nothing but tried to do stuff and she only loses her clothes her clothes yeah uh, so i have a legit question okay so there's fan service but like what aspect of fan service like what sorry i was gonna ask what um what aspect of fan service do you guys really like just hate I don't really hate it. <laughs> like, Look, I, I don't, there's nothing about fan service that I can say I hate. It does oh. not bother me. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me ne- neither. Like, she, like, Chibi, Chibi watches some shows with, you know, medium fan service. Like, what's the show you watch that has, like, medium fan service? Um, I, medium fan service yeah, I, like, well like, like, i feel like fire force has medium fan service um to me personally because it's really only one person and she's not in every tv she's not in every episode but if she does it's like one little minute of her fan service versus like consistent scenes all throughout the anime like in seven deadly sins melodious is always on old girl like always. oh melio does definitely be he's always on her he's always he's always on her always doing stuff to her always under her skirt always touching her boobs rubbing her ass like but people have actually like expressed disgust with that as if it was just way too much same thing with fire force i'm like y'all have if y'all think that's bad at fan service y'all haven't seen fan service yeah no i mean i guess fan service in general just is something somebody could not like even if it's just an episode if they see that and it really is a turn off for them then you know they're done like Keisaki and her guys. facts yeah well but Keisaki for you uh, I don't think that Hitsu has seen it and if you have cool but another uh anime that has fan service is Girls Bravo that's a much older one but it was completely titties galore Titties galore. galore. Every female in that universe had big breasts. They had a planet with just girls on it, and and then on the other planet, they they this girl traveled to planet Earth, anyways. But there's just a planet where it's just all girls. But the way she traveled, she traveled through it through a bathtub. Oh yeah, and she ended up in another guy's bathtub and it just so happened to be the guy who she traveled to he's allergic to women he's allergic to women oh yeah. i did see that 
I did see that. He's allergic to women, however, women are always attracted always to him. Always attracted to him. But she's the only one who he's, he's not, not allergic, allergic to. to. I remember that. Yeah. But yeah, that had a lot of fan service in it. But I watched, I read Girls Bravo as a manga. And the only reason I picked it out was because I was a horny little kid. And I just saw the cover had a bunch of half-naked women on it. And I was like, this seems like a good read. You hear that, folks? <laughs> she believes really a horn dog. I like smut. We all knew this about me. I actually, when I was younger, used to just seek out, like, shows that had fan service like a lot of fan service which is how i came across like girls bravo um police teacher was another one um love then love hannah had a lot of fan love yeah, hannah love, hannah, love, hannah, love hannah yeah like i used to come across like those type of shows because at that time that was the type of genre i used to like um and i still say that those are good shows today like yeah, I'll still say that those are good shows. I think the one biggest thing that irritates me about fan service is just my littlest pet peeve is that it, it has nothing to do with guys because if a guy did it, and I know I'm so biased, if a guy did it, I'm fine. But I just don't really like how some shows do put like every single episode. There's something geared towards fan service and they put a lot of like they go out of their way to point it out if that makes sense so like the girl who loses her clothes like they had a whole episode they did about why like she always loses her clothes you know what i mean like they went out of their way to point that out like i don't care <laughs> I did see that, like it was like a, it was like a whole half of an episode. Yeah, and I was like, okay, um, <laughs> it was it was comical, uh, but it was just unnecessary. But yeah. other than that, I think that would be the only time that I would <coughs> really be like, okay, because Fire Force is not, you wouldn't expect that much yeah. fan service from Fire Force because. That's not what we've been seeing up until now. Yeah. And most of the focus has been the actual plot versus her. But other than that, yeah. I agree. But I think that's all my picks. I mean, there's other fan service in other shows. Like Naruto has just a teeny little bit. And I've never seen fan service in My Hero. Is there fan service in My Hero? Yes, it's, um, it's so a little bit with is... some of the teachers. No, oh, like the not... like the night, the night teacher, the one that oh, always wears yeah. a really tight outfit with her booty always poking out. So the biggest controversy that I've seen with my hero is the the. A lot of people don't like the little guy with the balls on top of his head, and they oh, don't like yeah. him oh, because he's, he's basically not just there for fan service. And like a lot of people, I've been seeing a lot of people have a lot of debates about him online and why they don't like him and why he shouldn't be a character and blah 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 blah. Like honestly, like every show has a character. Like Inuyasha had, um, what's his name? For the fans, yeah, you know Moroku, what I mean. Like Moroku. every character has his role. Well, you don't have to like every single character, but like, but I don't see any problem with his character because I mean it makes sense. They are little boys who are girl crazy and who likes to look at that kind of thing. So it just so happens that it's him. He's obsessed with women. 
If that's the case, then then Brock was just for fan service on Pokemon. Brock was just for fan service because what did he contribute much to? That man wanted a Misty. <laughs> I also think was fan service. And technically, Sanji, Sanji is, if you really think about it, Sanji in One Piece is his character. It contributes a lot more than just fan service, but he is the fan service aspect huh? in One Piece. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I also think that a lot of people forget when they're having deep, in-depth conversations about fan service is that this is a cartoon. Like, not cartoon, like, it's anime, but, like, these are, like, drawings. They're drawings. Yeah. People draw, people. they create them in their mind. Yeah. put them it's on paper, real. and then they animate them. It's not real. And the best thing about, like, hentai and all of that stuff is, like, you could do any concept ever that you want. And it'll be okay. You know what I mean? Because it's fiction. It's not real. Um, now it'll be different if we were talking about people doing this in actual real life reality TV shows. That would be weird. Yeah. Yes. Reality TV shows doing this would probably be banned from all television shows <laughs> yeah. all over the fucking They world. uh the Me Too movement would be on it. The sexual assault, everything. Oh, like, hell everything. yeah. It would be a riot. It would be a riot. <laughs> <laughs> they would not They would ban that everything. Yeah. All right, guys. Do we have any more last minute uh, anime that we want to talk about fan service with? Um, Honestly, it's weird because like, I feel like it's not really fan service, but it kind of is fan service. The ones where like the heroes are in there in the world, and like all the women just want to be under them. Oh, oh, like harems. Yeah, harems. harems. That's what it's called. I don't think harems would be considered fan service, but at the same time, it can be because they do show. Yeah, you know they like, do. They show some things. So, like Demon Lord, Demon Lord, where the the elf girl, she has very big bosoms. So from time to time, they will showcase that body demon lord which one was that uh oh yeah demon lord isn't that the one where the the demon like reincarnated himself no um that's misfit of demon academy i'm just kidding <laughs> uh what's it called oh my god you so, talking about overlord no i'm talking about the one where the guy him diablo oh yeah that's not. That's called how not to summon a demon. How not yeah. to summon a demon. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So basically, he has two girls. They were trying to do a summoning. And they were trying to make him a slave. And make him a slave, but the spell backfired and bounced off of him onto them. So now they're his slaves. Yeah. And one is an elf princess with really big bosoms, and the other one is a really petite girl. But they both show sexual attraction to him. Not to mention the third one. And then now there's a third one. Yes. So I am a fan of harem <laughs> animes, though I I find them very funny and I like them. Um, we just found another one. Well, I wouldn't consider it a harem. That is full on polygamy. Uh, is girlfriend girlfriend? I am with it because they made it be known from Jump that it's one guy and he has two girlfriends and they both know about each other and they all live under the same roof. Fellas, this is life goals here. Anyway, moving on. Do, <laughs> we're gonna not even get into that conversation today. No, 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 no. All right. Anyway, um, Kaysagi, any last minute recommendations for the people for fan service? 
know. Okay. Well, if you don't like fan service, then we recommend you don't watch the shows we mentioned. Yes. Don't watch <laughs> oh, yeah. The shows we mentioned if that is not don't. your cup of tea. Yeah. And, so. And if you do like fan service, watch, watch them all. Right, watch, them all. watch them all. Watch <laughs> them. All right, guys. Before we close our show, we are going to just briefly discuss one more thing that occurred because I would like to hear your thoughts and opinions on it is we we are in con season ladies and gentlemen cons are at full ablaze dream con has just passed um blur con just passed and there was something that happened at blur con that has the blur community in a complete uproar and outrage and I just want to know what Keisaki and Hidsu thinks about it so we all know blur con is a a con that was established and created to highlight and give black nerds a comfortable space, a comfortable safe space. Cause we know how non POCs are very rude to black nerds and cosplayers and weeps. Now there was a cosplay competition where the winner was a white woman. And the reasoning behind why they chose her was basically long story short, saying that she had the best costume and that all of these other contestants who made theirs from Pringles cans and everything does not hold much value in hers because she, I guess, did a little bit more crafts into it versus all the other contestants. So what do you guys feel? How do you feel about a white woman representing and winning a competition for a con that was supposed to be for black nerds? Um, okay, so here's the thing. I think that it would have been fine if a white woman won the contest if the stakes of the winning, the winnings wasn't the way that it was, like, set up the way that it was, right? Like, if it was just a normal contest, a costume contest or cosplay contest, I think it would be fine. Cool, whatever. But because of what they're winning, they're winning to represent the blurred con, right? For like the next couple of events. So the year, whatever. Like they're earning a spot to represent blurred con, but blurred stands for black nerds. And I just don't think that's right. And if they are wanting to do something like that, then like you said, and like you suggested, then change your name. You know what I mean? Like, change the name of the con because it's not blurred anymore. It's it's something else, right? Um, so I, I think that's what a lot of people are upset about. They're not upset about her actually winning. I mean, although I think that a Black person should have won or I've seen all the costumes and they look really amazing. At the end of the day, like, if it was just a regular costume or a cosplay contest, I think it would have been okay, but since they added on that, you have you're now representing blurred. I don't think that's okay. Um, I agree to a certain extent. Now, my viewpoint on it is like stand by your narrative. If you are going to name a con to represent black people, but then turn around and say that black that blur con is for everyone and everyone of all different racial backgrounds can participate um it's a little conflicting to me also 
Um, it was, I think what more made people upset is, you know, of course, white, the white young lady winning, but also the response from the judges in the decision. It was very rude. It was basically saying that, well, you, the other contestants who it looked like y'all bought it from a Halloween store from a plastic bag and hers was just more craftsman. That just added more fire to the fuel. That response was unwarranted. You're basically saying that her costume was more superior and that all these people that put their hard earned energy and time into making something because they may not have had the financial resources to create an elaborate costume, but they, they did their best. Mm -hmm. So you explaining it that way just made it way worse. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, even though someone says that it's a blur, it's a blur con or you named it blur con, then that's what it's for. But I also feel like, you know, anyone could come in, anyone could, you know, look around. I mean, I'm all for people buying from black owned, you know, people. So whether you're, you know, Caucasian, black, Hispanic, whatever, Asian, whatever. You can always attend. You're a human being. You exist. So walk around, do that, buy stuff, sightsee, blase, blase. Now, when it comes to competing in a competition for black nerds, I don't see it being for everyone. That competition is supposed to be for black nerds. I mean, it's one mm. thing to, you know, walk in and, you know, enjoy the sights and blase, blase. But it's another to actually be a part of, you know, events and things like that. Now, I also agree with Keisaki when it comes to the conditions of, like, the prize or representing Blurcon and, like, future conventions and things like that. That definitely is a contradiction if the person representing is not a blur. Right. But it's, it's to me, it's, it's all about, you know, just knowing boundaries like well, that's what i feel like what happened i feel like boundaries were just crossed yeah when, it, when she when she competed she, she was competed fine. because apparently her friend who was black um encouraged her to join the competition because she knows how good of a designer she is and how she creates now a lot of people were saying that you know that's where your friend fucked up. Your friend set you up. Well, it's not even just a friend. Because she set you up to enter a competition for black con contestants. Right. For a black con to represent black nerds. Now, me personally, I feel like baby girl should say no. Well, that too. But, but I also, also feel like the people that, you know, let you sign up should have said no. I feel like that too. But I, that's just me. I feel like you know, welcome them to attend, but to compete to represent a blurred con? I don't know about that. Honestly, okay, so I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Like, ethically, I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. I don't think that you, sh one, should, like, ha how can you invite somebody to a place and then not even let them participate? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I think... In my head, just thinking about it, it's a tables were turned and it was white people. And they're like, oh yeah, you guys can come to our conventions. You can 
you can participate, you can do whatever, but you just can't participate. There's some activities that you just can't participate in because you're not white. You know what I mean? And like, if I heard that, like, I would be like, I don't, I don't want to go in the first place. You know what I mean? And I, I just feel like there's certain things. If you're, if you're trying to pick somebody to represent blurred, being a black and nerd, then yes, I do believe that they should be black and I think they should go about another way of choosing that and determining that but also stating in their criteria the, the reason why they probably let her do it in the first place is because they don't have any cri- like racial criteria of who can sign up Correct. you know what I mean Correct. and, 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 I, I and I, ethically I don't think they should but at the same time it's like why would you even let them sign up in the first place if you know that the person you're going to choose is it's gonna be black and then that's racially motivated so i guess my thing is like again if it's just a regular cosplay contest i think it would have been fine it would have been whatever but because she's now representing blurred that's when it becomes an issue because blurred stands for black nerd and you are not a black nerd so that is what i'm saying okay we get that i totally get that however that's why i said if you're going to change your narrative, if you're going to found something off of the premise to represent black people, but then change your narrative and say that I am now opening it up to other people outside of black nerds who can participate, then you need to change your name. Because if you're letting other races and other backgrounds compete and be able to win and represent for you, you need to change your narrative. Do not stand by representing black people, but then opening something specifically created for black people accessible to everyone. And that's just where I'm coming from from with with it. I cannot, I, everyone is, everyone has different opinions about this. Nobody is all on the same page about what has happened because we all think differently. And that's and I, me personally, that's what I think. I think that they should have not let her compete. I feel like she shouldn't have been comfortable to accept competing in it. And I do think that because you can't tell her no, you can't tell her no. She did what she did. It happened. Learn from it. But moving forward, I think Blurcon needs to really sit down and consider changing their name. Yeah. And I guess, I guess for me, my final thoughts, it's more so like, I don't blame her. I blame the con. Like it's the con's fault, not her fault. I don't think she did anything wrong. I think that the whole thing was bad judgment from start to finish. Yeah. From start to finish, the whole thing is just bad. She made a bad judgment call. Her friend made a bad judgment call. She made a bad judgment call. The con made a bad judgment call. Yeah, I think it's just more so more blame going on the con though. Like that's not fair. I don't know if you're telling. I didn't say to... I didn't blame anyone. I said it was a bad judgment call. Yeah, ju- bad judgment call. But again, more so of a bad judgment call, at least from my perspective. And that's all I'm gonna say about it. But from my perspective it more so came from the con and the judges and their criteria. Like, hands down, I'm 100% placing the blame 
the blame on the con. But you just said that the con. Never. I just said that they had a bad judgment. Like it's all, it's one hundred percent. I don't blame her or think I don't blame. I don't blame her judgment. It's wrong. I don't blame anyone. I think I do. Saying that someone has bad judgment is not placing blame on them. That's just saying that in the situation, everything leading up to the end point was all just bad judgment. And I don't think anyone at the time saw it that way. But because of the backlash of everything that has transpired, it I just think that people should have really sat and thought about what was going on. But you can't really make a bad judgment off of misleading information. It's not misleading because it was misleading. It wasn't. It wasn't. They misleading. allowed for her to sign up. That's for not a misleading. Like, that and this is. is why it's not if misleading. If they allowed somebody no, to participate was, in no. something that was meant for only black people it wasn't, to begin but with, why, it wasn't why would misleading. you let them do that? But hey, I'm trying to explain. Here's why it's not misleading. Because BlurCon has stated in their narrative that they are open to everyone. That's not misleading. That is plain as day in your like They're making it seem like everyone. it's okay. For everyone to compete. And just like you said, you felt like they shouldn't have told her, no, she can't compete. Because you said ethically it was wrong to do that. So Right, because they said they're open to everyone. Exactly. And that's why I said that it's just bad judgment all around. That's all. I'm not putting any blame on anybody. I just think that everyone needs to take a look back at the situation. Me personally, I do not agree with you. I think that the friend should have thought about inviting her it, like encouraging her friend to enter a, a cosplay that's t- technically supposed to represent black nerds and i think that she should have thought about the situation as well saying well maybe i shouldn't because it's for black people i just will attend and be a guest and be a part of the culture and then it was also a guest bad judgment by first allowing her to be a part of that competition as well as crowning her the winner of the contestant and then further disregarding all of the hard work by the other contestant yeah it's 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 you know it's all it's all dependent upon how you feel about it but all all points were good um honestly i put i point blame to everybody i point blame to the con for you know if you're gonna tell people everyone can participate then just don't call it blur con i feel like that's one and then two her competing in terms of like the friend telling her that she she would she would be um you know she would she would get recognition for her her um costume okay cool you can get recognition for your costume but you ain't had to compete i don't think the friend should have told her that she had to compete that just wasn't a good judgment call from a black person <laughs> and then i also i also think it's i also blame this um caucasian woman i i mean don't get me wrong she may not even be a bad person she could be you know black lives matter and represent blah 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 but you know at, at some point it's just like the word nigga you just know there's some things you shouldn't fucking do thank you and that's why i said it was bad judgment from the beginning that's what like I'm no so, one really thought about how how this would have looked yeah, so i just felt i just felt like it was just it was fingers pointed everywhere and at this point now Everyone should just, you know, realize that, that, that you know, they just need to fix it. BlurCon needs to either stop calling its fucking self BlurCon, and or they need to establish that BlurCon is only for black nerds. Now, like I said, you can done. come, you can come, 
I don't care what color race you are. You can come and enjoy yourself, sightsee. That's just like, you know, everything else in the world. But to actually participate in certain events, that's that's where, you know, the line is drawn for me. All right. Well, that was a great discussion. I think a lot of good points were made. And let's just hope that they do better next year. Yeah, I agree. I just think that the lines, whatever... Whatever expectation or their thoughts of what Blair Connor was actually supposed to be or what they're supposed to root that in, um, like you said, either change their name, change their concept, or be true to their concept, but don't contradict and don't sway. So, yeah. Do better. Do better. Do better. <laughs> do better. Everybody do better. Everyone. From start to finish. Right. From, start to, from start to finish, do better. <laughs> But all right, thank you guys for listening and tuning in to yet another episode of Anime Junkies, Threebs in a Podcast. We continue to thank you all for your support that you have been giving us and keep an eye out for that merch. We are trying so hard to get it to you guys. Yes. All right, till next time. Bye. Thank you.